Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hello, cheeseheads, and welcome to a better late than never podcast. Late game yesterday basically meant that we couldn't pod and then finding people on a Sunday daytime to get it done proved an impossibility. But here we are, Sunday night. I'm going to talk about a game which I barely watched. So this is going to be informative for me as it is for you. Um, joining me all the way from South London is Mr. Paul Muir. How are you doing, Paul? Yeah, not bad. It feels quite weird to do it 24 hours later, doesn't it, really? Yeah, it's, it's, it's good to be back on and uh, really enjoyed going last night. It was good, good vibe. 55,000 odd people, which is pretty decent because the Victoria line... Was uh, there's problems with the trains and stuff, so yeah, let's, yeah. let's crack on. It's good. Also, joining all the way from Brazil is Bren. How are you doing, Bren? You've been putting in a shift for the pod this week, haven't you? I have, yeah, yeah. Those filthy capitalists at Cheese Room Towers just working me <laughs> to the bone. And and seriously, like, if I've been doing three years, I've been doing evening pods after the midweek games. You can't do one, mate. <laughs> Bryn, there's a thing called a time zone. I don't know if you realise that. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. a game might finish at ten o'clock this time, but it's like six in the afternoon for you, isn't it? Yeah, whatever, just excuses. That's all I get from you, man. <laughs> yeah, like, I've been I've been worked to the bone for like two weeks now, so don't expect prime Alan Hansen today from me. <laughs> <laughs> if you get prime Alan Nielsen, it'll be it'll be more than enough. <laughs> better than Dennis. Be, better than Dennis Nielsen. Anyway, move on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or Bridget Nielsen. True. Any other Nielsen's uh, cheeseheads? Put them in. Uh, Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Move on. Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Nielsen. <laughs> Lord, Lord Nielsen. <laughs> <laughs> so the content that cheeseheads tune in for. I hope you enjoyed that. Right, let's crack in as we always do, looking at the lineup. What did you think, Paul, when you saw it? Obviously, the new boys were on the bench. Yeah. Um, 
Any other surprises? But Dyer wasn't anywhere, was he? Yeah, I, I didn't realise that Dyer might have picked up a knock or something. Uh, Leicester, he's got a, a thigh issue or something. Um, same as Skip. Same as Skip um, called Dan Kirkland from The Standard and other such esteemed journalists were saying that um, he had a slight strain. So, yeah, it was um, it's good to see Romero back and Sanchez to write him and then Davis. And then, um, yeah, I think Winks, Hoybjerg, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm fairly confident with that now as well. And then really, really good to see uh, Son back as well in uh, 3-4-3. So, yeah, it's uh, hopefully Dyke, oh, three, three, three uh, games in a week. Let's hope that Dyke gets back for at least one of those. But I was, um, and Skip, I think he's, because I think he's, yeah, he's quite young. He, he bounced back from an injury, hopefully. But, uh, yeah, it was, um, yeah, there, there, there was nothing to kind of like, you know, it wasn't like Chelsea with like Doherty playing right wing, uh, sorry, right, Midfield or something like that. So it was it was it was fun as a lineup. It was good. It was good to see Son back though. Really nice. Mm. I thought Dyer might have been helping Delhi move up north. What <laughs> what Dyer removals? Is it a bit like kind of like <laughs> Dyer Independent Services? Get in the black Dell. You got your stuff. Make sure you got your Nintendo. And they just drop there in like a twenty tonner. Is that what you thought, Franco? <laughs> well, you know, it might have been a little bit like missing him. Just didn't want to let him go so easy. So like, oh, I'll help you move. Don't worry. Sorry, boss. Sorry, boss. We got hurt my back. <laughs> lifting off a piano <laughs> lifting Delhi's piano can you imagine um, Bren was there any surprises in the lineup for you mate no I think yeah the key one the key worry for me was was Dyer as you, as you discussed but I think it was precautionary I don't think it's a big issue with him it was just he was rested um, I think it's a thigh issue he had before but yeah, no, we know the back three uh, with Romero coming back. That was a big, big plus for us. Um, Sonny as well. Uh, so yeah, it was the lineup. There was enough in there to to feel confident that we'd, we'd go on and, and win. Uh, Formation wise, you could maybe question Lucas's inclusion. Should we have gone with five in midfield? Uh, but with Skip being out, maybe that that answered that question already. So it was mm. it was yeah it was it was a, it was a fair enough. It was a solid lineup. Yeah, I didn't watch the first half at all, and I saw bits of the second half but I had a five-year-old basically making me help him with his Lego construction so I was <laughs> I wasn't fully focused on the game getting the in training half. are we getting in training are we Franco is there anything you want to say here Franco no, is there anything no, no. Is, are we going to go for a, a world exclusive is there anything you want to talk about Franco? <laughs> I'm not boring people's children <laughs> to see what it's going to be like my nephew was around we had family Franco what, what did you build with the Lego tell me yeah. what you built there's a space shuttle and a jet ski a jet ski. Yourself? A five-year-old. A five-year-old has got a jet ski Lego. Well, yeah, it's tiny. Like it's not a real size, is it? No, no. <laughs> it's not. It's not a replica size for size. Put it on a balcony in Stratford or the West End. What the fuck's that up there? Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's a Lego jet ski. Get down the River Lee with it and watch it sink to the bottom. Yeah, no, we didn't do that. Okay. <laughs> Christ, how many tandem, uh, tangents are we going to have tonight? Yeah. Ask me the question. Um, so, looking at the scores and looking at when we scored, 13 minutes, and I've watched the goals, Paul, as you kindly said, I should suggest that I should watch YouTube. Okay. Um, and I watched it, yeah. I mean, what was it the other week? I was basically moaning that Harry Kane doesn't shoot from outside the box. And I was like, whoa, cheers, Harry Kane. Yeah. What a goal that was. Well, great, great take, wasn't it? What's well, good. We, we pressed, like, uh, probably just inside our half, got the ball back quickly. Uh, I think Hoiberg shifted it on really, really quickly. And then Dunk just Dunk just kind of like gave him, just retreated to the edge of the 18-yard box. And then, yeah, yeah two touches. And he, he, he yeah, it was a 
nice angle and just curled it uh, around the keeper's left hand. It was yeah, it was it was a really really good goal. Um, I think the last time we scored outside the box was uh, Winksy, wasn't it? Bor- Morecambe just over the top of the keeper. That beautiful kind of top bins curled effort, which he obviously meant he obviously meant to do. <laughs> all right, so yeah, so. Um, yeah, it was it was a really good goal, but it was just nice to see his press and get the ball yeah. back like high up the field, which was uh, nice to see. Yeah, and I think you're right. The, the defender, I mean, maybe that's it. Kane spent the last year and a half not shooting from outside the box to lure these defenders into a false sense of security, but he, he did seem to step off him. And yeah, it was, it was refreshing to see Kane have a dig mm. and perfectly executed as well. Um, and then very shortly after that, we completely fluked one, didn't we, Bren? <laughs> like, he, there was nobody really even in the box room to be aiming for. Um, and it's been given to as Sonny March own goal, which I think is probably fair enough because it probably wasn't going to do what it did. But um, there's still probably positives to take from that, isn't there? But yeah, no, for um, I was happy for Emerson. It was a great run. like, And that, that was the key thing. I think it was Winks on the edge of our box. like We sort of broke and... Found, uh, Emerson found the space and that that sprint, that run, the athleticism that he showed um, mm. was superb. And, and, and yeah, you're right. He wasn't crossing to anyone. Maybe he was looking to cut it back. Maybe that was it because there was, there was a player coming in towards the edge of the box. I don't, I'm not sure who, if it was Lucas or, or Kane. Um, but yeah, it was, it was good to see. And, and I'm happy for him. You could tell from his reaction that yeah. maybe he's, he's aware of what some of the, the fans have been saying about him and uh, that... that Maybe he hasn't felt as as loved as as he would want to. So for him to get that, I'm going to swear in Portuguese here. Vai caralho, porra, puta que pariu. Um, so yeah, I'm happy for him, happy for Robertson. And it will give him the confidence. And, that, and goals breed confidence, especially yeah. with uh, with wingbacks where they're so important to how Conte likes to play. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad for him. And that that, that goal should hope, hopefully help, help him kick on. So I was going to ask you this because I, I couldn't quite figure out what he was doing when he when yeah. he ran back because obviously he didn't want to celebrate too much because it was a bit, a bit of a lucky goal. But he, there was a bit of aggression in what he was saying. So I don't know if you were doing some Brazilian lip reading for us, Brent. Yeah, I think it was it was it was a I didn't I didn't get I'm not a huge lip lip reader, um, but I think yeah it was a, it was a release of of um, yeah of, of aggression and um, yeah if if I was him I'd be like fucking hell you'd be like porra puta que pariu fizzle goal. Uh, and then that's what he was saying, I'm sure. He just he just ran behind the back of the goal. He told he did the arm like stay away from me, and he just ran towards Conte. We, I was at the game, and um, he kind of I thought he's going to like jump into sort of physio's arms, or he's going to give Conte a high five. Just ran straight past him, got a bottle of water, had a quick drink, <laughs> and then went straight back onto the pitch. I was like, where's he going? Is he gonna is he, is he gonna like go up to like Conte and say I told you so or whatever? And it's gonna be like it's gonna be full on kind of like limbs over on the bench. It was like, he's got a bot, got on his big kind of like uh, liter yellow kind of like plastic water bottle things, sprayed his mouth, and then run back on the pitch, and that was it. I was mm. like, okay. Right, so what was that about? Was that just, as, as Brom just said, was it a release? Or was it was he just dying for a drink and then just had to run really quickly? I, 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 really, I couldn't work it out. I just, it was like, what's he doing? Turned yeah. to Celia and it was like, Celia, she goes, oh, I've got no idea what he's up to. And it was just like, okay, cool. That's what he was saying. Yeah. He was saying, Tuck on Sergi, Tuck on Sergi, like I'm thirsty. Give me a fucking bottle of water. Tuck on Sergi. Is that what you say every like Saturday afternoon, Brent? Tuck on Sergi, Tuck on Sergi. Dos Avasas, por favor. Is that what you say? No, it's Spanish. Sorry, it's not. Cerveja. It's close enough. Cerveja. Like, it's Tuck on Sergi, but they shorten it. They Tuck on Sergi. I'm with thirst, is how they say Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it was a bit of a strange celebration, but I guess it was something like that, maybe a bit of frustration at the yeah. way he's been playing and uh, nice to get on the score sheet. But in general, how, how did you think the first half went 
Paul? I think it was. I think they had a bit more possession. I think. I think it worked out. Um, right. They. Um, I think we controlled. Yeah, we we looked comfortable. I don't think. Uh, I don't think they had any shots on target. Oh, I can't remember if they had any shots on target in the first half. No. Um, I thought Lamptey was really, really well marshaled uh, by Serge. Uh, excuse me, Reggie, and um, he just he did he, he tried to take him on the outside a few times. Reggie showed him the outside a few times, and he just he blocked a shot or he he, he tackled him, etc. etc. And on the other side mm. as well, I thought. Um, uh, Royale, just as you said, there was pushing Solly March back as well. Um, they they do knock it around really, really well. I really like, I do like Basuma. I know he's on remand or he's on bail or something at the moment, but mm. on a football field, he's really, really good. He's 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 a step above Hoybjerg. Um, you know, good control. And I know he scored their goal with deflection, but um, in the first half, we we looked fairly comfortable. We 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 looked really Moda didn't really do much. Uh, Mope was just getting bossed by uh, Romero and Sanchez and getting mm. equally frustrated, like he does, like the little five foot seven elf that he is. And oh, he just moaned constantly. The ball bounces off him, and one of our midfielders picks it up. Or I'd, uh, Romero kept intercepting and almost kind of just like just like playing with him basically and just like Mope mm. was literally just spinning around shouting at like Cucurella for not putting the ball in the deck or shouting at Webster and it was just like you could see that Mope just wasn't at it but but first I was yeah really really comfortable and we deserved to go it was, it was nice actually score early and look really comfortable and then go in half time it's like oh this is how it feels I remember I think I remember feeling like this you know at football which was uh <laughs> which was really nice yeah, I mean, it is an interesting thing with Brighton when they play a target man who's not particularly physical. Like you say, it must be frustrating for him when he's playing up against decent defenders yeah. and, and nothing's falling for him. And what they had, like, Moda in support, didn't they? Yeah. But then the thing I was interested in was why Lalana went off at half-time. Like, did he have a bad half, Brent, in the first half? Yeah, I, I'll be honest, I don't remember seeing much from him. First half, they had, mm. I think, Moda hit one over the bar and Mope hit one wide under pressure from, I think, Sanchez. That was about it from them as an attacking um, unit. So, yeah, I don't, I didn't see much of Lalana. And uh, who came on for him? Uh, didn't uh, Veltman. Veltman, okay. Yeah, no, he was, he was fairly quiet. Um, and, yeah, first half, like Paul said, we were in control and it was comfortable. That's what I enjoy watching Spurs when I'm not shitting myself, when I'm just watching it and just calmly like yes they'll they'll have some possession yes they may have the chance or two but we looked like we were in control and that that was the best part of it for me yeah because i was a bit concerned obviously they had an extra man midfield but paul are you are you fully on the winks winks renaissance at the moment makes i'm gonna try and get intellectual property and trademark on winks renaissance because i've been saying that now since like conte arrived and that's gonna make (laughs) that's gonna give me my uh my house and some butts um i am I think I, th- I think he's beginning to show, you know, what what we saw, uh, maybe two, three, four, you know, that, that game against uh, in in the, in the Champions League when he played really really well. He does. He looks much more comfortable, and he puts his foot in, he, and he looks much calmer. He doesn't panic. You know, he, he was getting pressed by Basuma, and he was getting pressed by uh, Lallana in the first half, but he he didn't panic. He played it one two little triangles moved gave it you know as soon as pass a passed it b was ready for a pass and winksy was past c and it, and, and we played out really really nicely so um yeah yeah i've, I've I, it, it will be winks and someone and, and maybe we're going to talk about the new guys in a minute but uh winks is he's, he's looking very assured and very comfortable as that kind of base of the uh or or the defense the, the dm or or the the the, the the passer, if you want, in in midfield in front of in front of our back three, um, he's looking all right. Yeah, Winks Nasons is here to stay. Won't last. 
Oh, <laughs> you hear that, cheese heads? Pop. That, 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 was the, yeah. that was my little bubble just bursting there. Thank you, Franco. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see where we are at the end of the season. Um, we mentioned earlier it was good to have Romero back, but from what I saw of the goal, uh, their goal, Bren, I thought he was maybe a little bit culpable because he, he lost his man, didn't he? And all right, the goal was pretty lucky, bouncing off um, Hoybier's back. Do you reckon Romero could have done more? And I suppose like first game back maybe would be a bit harsh. Yeah, I think the warning signs were there. I think Basuma had his chance just before his goal. Uh, and again, mm. it, ironically, it took a nick off, off Romero this, that time. And um, Hugo did well to save it. Um, yeah, yeah no, I think like what Paul said, Basuma was probably the, the, their best player. Well, yeah. It certainly was, definitely their best player uh, on the day. And uh, that, that second half, they did have a bit more possession. They were trying to bring the game to us. Um, and yeah, yeah, probably you'd, you'd, you'd point the finger at Romero for, for letting him go, but but he was he was nippy, Basuma, and, and that the nick off of uh, Hoybier, we limited them to long distance shots. And I think that was it. He was probably trying to marshal him uh, so that they couldn't get the ball into the box. Uh, and yeah, it, it was unfortunate the goal, but and I don't even kind of point the finger at, at, at Hoybier either for the the deflection. It was just. Yeah, it was it was one of those things. It was annoying because other than that, I don't think they had really any big chance other than that. And even that wasn't a chance, just the deflection made it. Yeah, it's a Lampard classic. Um, what did you think, Paul? Do you think Hoybier or Romero could have done something? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, he picks up the ball uh, left-hand side of the box. Is there a t- and he goes a long way with it, doesn't he? He comes across yeah. laterally. <laughs> and, and I just thought maybe, you know, if, if you've got a skip there or you've got, um, you know, uh, a slightly more kind of, should we say, kind of like uh, quicker over five ten meters than than Hoiberg is. Should have got out to him a bit more. He, he he went a long way with the ball. It was quite annoying actually because like I thought he was going to shift it on to the outside and the cross was going, but he come back inside, and I thought okay, get out to him. Yeah, you know, don't let him run laterally along the eighteen yard box, eighteen yard line, and we didn't. And then I, I think you can you can look at Romero and think maybe you know you should because it. it, it yeah, he'd been he'd been playing well up to then, and obviously, you know, he'd been engaging people, intercepting in front, nipping in front of like Mope and Moda. So you'd like to see him come out and like not lose his man, but it's just a horrible deflection, and uh, yeah, it had to fall. To, it, it was, it was, yeah, you know, it, it was probably deserved at that point because they were in the ascendancy for a bit, and um, yeah, Hugo had no chance because you see Hugo was moving to his left, and it just, it just, um... it just deflected, you know, and yeah, not even Hugo could have switched times, but yeah, it was. On the bounce of play at that point, they probably deserved a goal, to be honest. It's just a shame it came that way. It's also good, I guess, that um, you didn't have to wait too long. What didn't make the rest of the half nervy because we, we scored within, what was it, three or four minutes after that? Yeah. And it, the goal almost made me seem like I know what I'm talking about. Because I think on the pre, on the uh, preview, I said that if we can get at them on the break, they're not the quickest. And mm. it was just sunny putting on the afterburners, wasn't it, mm. Brenny? He kind of it was pacing and then just once he put it past, um, was it Webster? He just absolutely sped past him, didn't he? Yeah, it was very reminiscent of the Burnley goal. Very, like, just with defenders sort of trying to get in there and just not making it. Like, I think Webster sort of ran across him and inadvertently put it into Kane's path. And it was, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was great. And that's what Sonny's about. Like, he was probably a bit rusty. He had a few chances that second half where like, Sonny on form will have will have tested the goalkeeper more or, or, or got a goal. Um, so, yeah, that, the, the afterburners hitting it and... Just watching defenders flying. There was a, there was a stroke of luck in there, I think, as well. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Similarly to the, the the goal against Chelsea that he scored, but, but thankfully Kane was there to sort of see it through because the defender would have cleared it. So the fact that Kane was running onto it, read it well, 
He sort of he celebrated on his own. He didn't go and celebrate with Sonny, which I would have done if you know because it didn't nick the goal off of Sonny. It was his goal, but yeah. like it, Sonny did the work. And you mate, just turn around, and give him a hug for fuck's sake. So, you know what I mean, I just thought it was a bit <laughs> a bit selfish from Kane, and maybe there's there's issues between the two. I'm creating a fucking soap opera here, but but no, it, it was it was great to see Sonny um, those flashes from him. And hopefully he'll, he'll stay fit for the rest of the season. He had that one at the back post, didn't he, where Kane was... Um, yeah, that, that was Kane. I think Kane was going for goal. And I don't think... And I've seen a little bit of uh, social media today from uh, the idiots on Twitter saying, oh, you know, yeah, I fully fit. Uh, Son would have like preempted that and headed it. I was like, it was going, it was, it was going at a fair lick as well, and it was, mm. and it was Kane looking to dink it into the into the onto the back post and and going yeah. to goal. So I thought, I thought Son was, I, I thought it was actually a very very good performance from Son. He, you know, he has been out for what now three four weeks. Yeah. Um, I thought yeah. I thought it's going to be out for another fortnight, but um, they come back and. Yeah, sixty, sixty-five minutes in, seventy minutes in, he, he, he produces a burst of like that through the defenders coming back from mm. injury. The guy is, yeah, he, the guy's quality, and um, yeah, let's just hope he's not one of those troughs again, as you say, Frank, because he does, he, he does go through a period, of, a period of games, doesn't he, when he doesn't really do much and uh, doesn't mm. really offer what we we know he can offer, and then he'll do two or three games where he's absolutely elite, world class. So yeah. yeah, let's hope that yeah, this is this is the uh, the the start of something because yeah, we could really do with him up front no agree um bren what did you make of the new boys when they came on today uh cool came on first didn't he for lucas and he set up stevie b who also came on and uh, i did see that opportunity oh, <laughs> like, he could have had an assist got in the right place laid it perfectly he was bobbling a little bit i suppose um and then stevie b smashed it over but what did you make of um Kulisevsky's debut yeah, he looked he looked okay. Uh, looked a, a tad slow, perhaps. And in, 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 I hate to start on a negative, um, but yeah, he, he, looked, he looked nippy and, like you said, composed in that area of the pitch, which is what we need. And it's a shame that that um, <laughs> uh, Stevie didn't read the script there because he uh, he did lean back like that. That you've got to hit the target there. Just thrashed at it. Just, yeah, yeah, and just a bit of composure. He had time as well. I don't know if he could have even taken a touch, maybe, but. It was mm. um, it was rash, and, that, and it would have been great for Kulusevski to have got an, an assist on his debut. Um, but look, yeah, he looked he looked nippy. I think he just he needs to get up to speed with with the Premier League. Uh, but uh, there were some nice touches there, and and as you said, with this chance for Stevie B, uh, could have got an assist. Yeah, agreed. And what about Ben Tanker, um, Paul? I like the fact that he was wearing gloves. It reminded me of Lamella. And he ran a little bit like Lamella as well, to be honest. You are, so he was, um, I enjoyed that. Yeah, you're not the first person that said that he looks a little bit like Lamella on the field. Um, looks all right. He's a good-looking lad. Um, I'll say that straight off. Um, that, yeah, as I've been told by many, many female friends, and also I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. Uh, it looks all right. He's got, he, he, he kind of shored up uh, the kind of like the, the, the midfield area. He looks very, very calm. He doesn't look very flustered. He does this lovely kind of little, little like Cruyff kind of pull between his legs and flicked it out towards Reggie with a little kind of flick and stuff when he was getting pressured uh, by, um, I think it was Moda, I think. I can't, no, no, was it Ferguson? Moda's replacement. Um, and he just, yeah, he looked very tidy and uh, he broke with the ball well, he carried the ball well. And he, he, he looked like he'd been playing in the Prem for quite a while. So, you know, he's another option when Skip or Hoiberg or, or Winks is um, is needs rotating or, or out injured. Um, he looked all right, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what Conte said in his, obviously, um, 
instructed by Daniel to say positive things about the transfer window, but he did come out. <laughs> he, he did come out and say that um, you know the two players they brought in are going to be able to fit straight into the team, and they didn't seem, um, yeah, they didn't seem like they were overawed or anything like that. But they seem to fit in quite well from what I saw. I mean, they didn't get a lot of time today, twenty minutes, fifteen minutes. I think Pentacle uh, came on. 15 minutes to go, and then uh, he replaced um, Winks, didn't he? And then Kuluzeski yeah. replaced Mora after, what, 65, 60, which is normally what um, Conte does his first sub, around about, you know, kind of 60 hour, hour five mark. Yeah, they, mm. they didn't get a lot of time, but um, yeah, you, I wouldn't be surprised to see one of them start against Southampton midweek, um, or even, you know, both of them start against Southampton, and then maybe one of them starts at the weekend. Um, I'm not sure against Wolves, but yeah, I mean, with three games coming up, they did, yeah, I, I would say that they could definitely do a job like starting on yeah, first 11 for 45, 60 minutes and then get sub. What about the draw as well, Brent? We got Middlesbrough, didn't we, who, who beat United in a dramatic penalty shootout? Yeah, it could have been worse. It could have been better in terms of the draw. But look at the draws that Chelsea and Man City have got and Liverpool. Don't mean fuck's sake. But um, yeah, you know that we'll get Chelsea in the quarterfinals if we do do Borough, so it doesn't really matter who we play. <laughs> we, we do have, though, um, like four trips up north in the space of 10 days. So we've got Borough, was it Leeds, Burnley and City, I think, are the four games in, in all consecutive, um, probably in the wrong order. Um, so <laughs> we'll be clocking up the air miles or... or Miles, coach Miles. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, with the draw, uh, yeah, it could have been worse. And Borough, that I saw the penalty shootout. I didn't. I saw the goals as well. They were lucky with their goal. That was a handball. I hate Man United always getting the rub of the green with VAR, but it did hit his hand pretty obviously. Um, mm. But fair play to him. Like, it's good to see Man U go out. Like we were celebrating that and. Uh, yeah, good to get back up to the Riverside. I've had some great games up there, some great goals we've scored up there. So, yeah, bring it on. And then quickly moving on to midweek. What do you think, Paul? Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, midweek. It's a game uh, we should be winning, isn't it? It it should be, yeah. I, I, I don't know who they pl- uh, what team they put out yesterday. I'm, I'm assuming James Will-Prowse played um, and, people, and Nathan Redmond played and stuff. Um I, I mean, I like Southampton. I like Hassan Hill. I think he's a good coach. He stalls a bit. He's been unlucky with injuries. Um, but we should win that. Um, I think the only way they're going to score would be from a James Will Prowse 25-30 yarder. I mean, it's it's no it's no uh, surprise that people know that I really do like James Will Prowse. I think he'd be superb for us. I really do. Um, but yeah, we should win that comfortably 2-1, two, 3-1. Uh, two, Definitely be interested to see what team he picks after yesterday as well. And also with uh, Wolves at the weekend. So it, it'll be good to see Conte and see if he does actually use the squad or he just he just runs Kane and Son into the ground like previous managers. So we'll see what happens. Bren, you feeling confident? Yeah, I mean, they only just beat Coventry after extra time in the Cup. And uh, looking at their results so far this month, um, they've drawn, they drew with City, which is a decent result. They, they yeah. lost to Wolves 3-1. They beat Brentford, so yeah, they've got goals in them. Lost to Swansea. Hang on, is that even? I'm oh, sorry, they beat Swansea <laughs> in the in the cup before the the game mm. that they uh, they they just beat Coventry. So yeah, I mean, like, like Paul says, uh, James Ward Prowse would probably be their their key threat from uh, from set pieces. Um, they are currently 
12th in the league. That's better than I thought as well. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can see me scrambling on Google right now. But, yeah, no, I, I, we, we should do Southampton. These are the sort of games that we need to win. Uh, we, yes, we've got games in hand at the moment on, on those teams around us, but we still need to win the, game, win the games that are scheduled. And uh, Southampton at home, you, you should think that we, we will have too much for them. Yeah, no, agreed. Right, just let me quickly mention football prizes. Um, and they're, this week, they've got a few things, actually. They've still got the signed boot, which is signed by Harry Kane, Sonny and Delhi. A nice white boot in a frame with a picture of them all celebrating. Tickets for that four ninety five with 99 tickets. I think 56 have sold so far. And that ends on Tuesday the 8th at 7.30. Don't forget, with the code POD10, you get that discount. And if you become a patron, then you will get even further discounts. Uh, basically works you get a, it's a three for two deal that you get as a patron so it basically pays for your monthly patron cost in one go get involved patreon.com forward slash the cheese room podcast they've also actually got a leeds versus spurs hospitality tickets two hospitality tickets tickets for that 399 um, and that ends on thursday the 10th at 7 30 p.m I mean, I wonder what hospitality is like at Leeds. It's probably not the same as at Spurs. Would you get like a, a pint of ale and a pie? <laughs> <laughs> and a flat cap. <laughs> and a whip it nods at you as you walk in. <laughs> but um, I'm still sure they'd be great. So if you if you fancy going up to that game, get on footballprizes.co.uk. This week, we're going to have YouTube stuff as always. Caller in the gang will be back on Monday to do their usual uh, review show and get involved there if you want your questions or comments answered and featured. You on that one, Brent? Um, Brent, are you doing Monday as well? (laughs) (laughs) Brent's having a few days off before he gets back to do the Southampton because I won't be able to do that, Brent, because I'll be there, I'm afraid. Yeah. The thing is, like, there's no, I've got no issues with making podcasts in the evening. So, yeah, listen out for that straight after the Southampton game. There'll be a pod right away. Did you hear that? Did, did you hear that? She said Franco is coming to a football game. <laughs> I would have come yesterday, mate. I would have taken up your kind offer, but like I said, I had family commitments. But now you could have brought, you could have brought the Lego with you. We could have built the Lego in, a, in, in, in the interval. What are you doing? Yeah, jet ski on the, on the in the South Lower. It would have been oh, sorry, the East Lower. It would have been great. There, there's some games I definitely would have rather been making things with Lego. But, um, <laughs> yesterday was slightly more entertaining by the looks of it. Don't worry, the Southampton game is going to be awful now, isn't it? I've cursed it. I'm going to turn up. It's going to be dross. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Bren, thanks for joining all the way from Brazil. Cool, mate. Always happy to jump on. Good to chat with you guys. Keep up the faith, Spurs fans. And Mr. Paul Muir, cheers as over for joining. Always, mate. Always, yeah. Enjoyed it. Nice, nice to chat. Right. Cheers, if you haven't subscribed already to your podcast provider, then please do and sign up to all of our social media channels. And until next time, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.